Time for the Bay Area's favorite radio quiz show, Minds Over Matter, with your host, Dana Rodriguez, joined by cinematographer, teacher Cameron Shaw, and teacher Lori Fisher as well. Stay with us. Gotta be Dana R. Hey, Dana. Thank you, and thank you, David. And it's nice to see you back again. And welcome, everybody, to Minds Over Matter. Hope you're having a lovely Mother's Day out there. And uh, maybe one way to commemorate Mother's Day is to join us here over the course of the hour and perhaps even become a member of KLW. That would be a great idea. Do it in honor of your mother. She might appreciate it very much. Uh, That's 1-800-525-9917. Again, 1-800-525-9917. Whatever amount you can afford, we don't ask for any particular amount. Whatever amount you can afford is more than welcome. So just keep us in mind. The Minds Over Matter is here every Sunday, and we're here because of KALW. So if you enjoy both the wonderful programming of KALW and Minds Over Matter, now's the time to step up and show it. So, all right, uh, and let's go into the show at the moment. So... The two numbers to join us here are area code um, 415-841-4134. Again, that's area code 415-841-4134. Or toll-free, yes, we have a toll-free number, 866-798-8255, 866-798-8255. Just to remind you uh, that it's always best to call early in the show. And it's a it's a sincere recommendation on my part. We don't like to have anybody have a long question and then call the last five minutes or pick up their call the last five minutes of the show. We really want you to call as early as you can. I know we do get busy here, but we'll try to take as many calls as possible. So one eight hundred. Uh, excuse me, four one five eight four one four one three four or toll free eight six six seven nine eight eight two five five. Just to remind you of our email address, which is minds over matter one at gmail.com. So again, that is M-I-N-D-S-O-V-E-R-M-A-T-T-E-R-1 at gmail.com. And that one is the numeral one, not the spelled out one. And of course, if you'd like to hear us in live stream, all you have to do is go to KALW.org. My, if hearing my voice right now is not enough. Uh, KALW.org. And of of course, uh, if you would like to hear the podcast after the show tonight, that should be available soon, and that will also be at KALW.org and a lot of other places as well. Uh, it's been restored to all the all the uh, usual suspects, you know, the iTunes, Stitcher, and blah, blah, blah. So, uh, but start with KALW. I'm sure they would appreciate that. Uh, let's see. We will uh, start with a round of introductions and then a round of questions. First, I will say hello to our panelists. Hello, Cameron. Hello, Lori. Hi. Hey, Dana. Hi. How's it going? Good, good, good to thank see you. you. Thank we you. Can, we can almost see you today. Almost. Almost, yes. Yeah. Uh, I want to bring up one thing. I've gotten a, a few emails lately, more than a few actually, of uh, people who've been frustrated, um, trying to get through, frustrated, which I feel bad about, 
But um, and then there were some complaints, maybe not very gentle complaints, about uh, people who were asking more than one question at a time, and not not the panelists, but the the callers. And um, although we we probably do that too, uh, and so we'll try to keep it generally to one question. It could be a longer question, but sort of one question, just to be fair to people who may be waiting online. So. Just a suggestion. Sounds good. Okay. Good idea. All right. Uh, as I said, we're going to start with the round of introductions. And here's the first. Cameron Shaw thinks all moms are great, but would like to say happy Mother's Day to her mom, who is the best mom. Sorry, other moms. Oh. <laughs> Man, that's so... It's that's true, though. Pretty... Uh, I mean, I think it's true. I'm, I'm, it's a fairly subjective opinion. Is it? What's your, what's your mother's name? Catherine. Catherine. All right. Happy yeah. Mother's Day, Catherine. Since, Happy Mother's since, Day, Catherine. Since she's I the best that. mom in the world, apparently. Yes. Apparently well, so. Well, she's my best mom. Yes. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, Lori Fisher is grateful today. He is celebrating his son's birthday, Mother's Day, Minds Over Matter, and what seems to be some small steps of returning to normalcy. It's been a long year, and there are many glimmers of light. There are. And among the thousands, yeah. And among the thousands of things my mother taught me, this is from Dana, treat everybody with kindness and respect, how to set a table for a dinner party, and never let a foot blister become infected because that's how President Coolidge's son died. That's right. (laughs) That was passed down from my grandmother to my mother to me. Yeah. And you were never I, to let a blister become infected. So and I can I can almost hear her tone of voice when she said it. I tried to emulate that. That's yes. good advice. All yeah. right. Uh okay. All that being said, we will start with Cameron Shaw. Okay. Um I have a, a leftover Oscars question. I hope that's okay, even mm-hmm. though we've gone through I, the Oscars. Um I do too, so that's good. Not oh, that well, not that anybody would have known because it was the most <laughs> least watched ceremony in about Forever, I think. Yeah. And and rightly so. It was awful. Um, Anyway. uh, Okay. Anthony Hopkins is the third person to receive two or more acting nominations in their 80s. Who were the other two? Two nominations after the age of 80. Yes. Can this be in acting nominations? Because this could be supporting or lead. Yes, it can be supporting or lead. Okay. In fact, did, I believe did, only one of them is supporting. Did either of them win post-80? Uh, yes, I believe so. And um, so it's, one of them won. The others did not. So did did Helen Hayes, is she one of them? No, she is not one of them. Okay. She, is Jessica Tandy one of them? Jessica Tandy is, yes, she is the actress. The other is an actor. Good job. Right. She won... Uh, she won, I believe, for Driving Miss Daisy, and then was nominated for Fried Green Tomatoes. Right. Okay. All right. And the other one. The other okay. one's a male. It is a male. Yes. All right. uh, why don't you repeat that question, if you would? Okay. Uh, Anthony Hopkins is the third person to receive two or more acting nominations in their 80s. Of course, now we know that he won. Um, who were the other two? Dana got Jessica Tandy, and there is one more who is an actor. All right. And Laura, you go ahead. Okay. I will also, I have a leftover, I have two leftover Oscar questions, but I will listen to the emails and only ask one of them at It's a time. pledge night. We don't do leftover questions on pledge night. Okay. This is a very <laughs> fresh one then. All right. Brand this, this is, yeah. yeah. Okay. I'll, 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 no, here it is. There's only one person who has won an Oscar for both acting and writing. 
Many people have been nominated in both categories, but as far as I could tell, and I checked, only one person has one different for different films, one for acting and one for writing. Who is it? One, not not just nominated. Uh, correct. Correct. Okay. Lots of, yeah, lots of people have been nominated in both categories, sure. and even one for one of them. This person has one for both acting and writing for different films. Right. Right, right, right. Uh, can I ask how generally how long ago this was? I was going to say yes. that too. Yeah. Let me see. General, I'm going to say, let me do a little math here, within the last 30 years. Okay. Oh, is it? No, it's not. <laughs> is it? <laughs> um, is, is this award, was it for the same film? Did no, you say that? It was not. I, I said that, but just to make clear, it's not. Two different films. Okay. And it's not Ben Affleck or Matt Damon, is it? Well, they're think. both nominated, but didn't win for both okay. both things. Yeah, so they're on the list of people who've been nominated for both. I think Ben Affleck was. I think okay. Matt Damon too, but didn't win both. Not Kevin Costner, yeah. is it? It's not Kevin Costner. Again, another good guess because he was nominated for both. I think one for one of them and maybe directing, but not. he's not on the list. And is this um, supporting actor or lead actor? Uh, let me see if I should tell you that. I'm yeah. going to say that it was a leading role. Yeah, I'm not too okay. surprised at that. Yeah. Uh, was it? Right. Oh, so no, go ahead, Cameron. Go ahead. Can I guess one more? Was it Roberto Benini? It was not. Oh, that's okay. a very good guess, Cameron. Yeah, like that it. is a good guess. Yes. That's yeah. very good. Uh, and Lori wants you to read the question once more. Yeah, only one person has won an Oscar, both for acting and screenwriting. Who is that person? And they won it for different films, and it was for a leading role. For the acting and adapted screenplay, although I don't think that would make much of a difference for the other one. Okay. All right. And let's go to a call. Hi, you're on Minds of the Matter. Hello. Hello. This is Urban Hi, you're... Turn down your radio, please. Or off your radio, I should say. Uh, uh, got it. Okay. Uh, where is the International Mother's Day Shrine? Ooh, I was just reading it's about Mother's Day. Today. But it's called Let's international, see. but it's actually in the United States. Oh. It's in Cameron Shaw's mother's living room. Yeah. Isn't it? <laughs> well, it should be anyway. Yeah. It should well, obviously. She's the best mother ever. Huh. Where's the shrine? So it's an international shrine, but it's actually in the United States. Yeah, it's called yeah, right. Does it have anything it, to do with Hallmark greeting cards? With what? I'm sorry. Does it have anything to do with Hallmark greeting cards? No. Is it, com- is it Go ahead. Is it anything to do with Anna Jarvis's home, for instance? Doesn't sound like it. Uh, <laughs> Anna Jarvis was Jarvis the founder of Mother's Day, basically. Might, uh, right. Not sure. Okay. Anyway, it's a pretty obscure place, so... Uh, well, then we probably... Give yourself a bell if you can tell me what state it's in. It's in the okay. East. And, and, and it, will there be a logical reason, like it's where something was invented or founding or the first Mother's Day gift was given or something like that? Not there, really. Okay. I'll, give you, I'll okay. fill it in just to not use up too much time. It's in Grafton, West Virginia. Oh, okay. Which is wow. in north central West Virginia. And it's an, a historical Afri- uh, Methodist Episcopal Church from 1873 which was repurposed into this shrine and dedicated in 1962. And it's a national historic landmark. Nice. And apparently there's not too much going on there. Uh, They have an annual Mother's Day liturgy 
which I'm sure they had today. And okay. other than that, um, it's open by appointment, and they have uh, you can schedule a wedding, and you can schedule a tour group to go through. And that's huh. about it. That's all right. It's, there's not too much going on at my shrine either. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Fred yep. from West Virginia will call in, yeah. having visited that. <laughs> Thank you very much. That's it. Bye. Appreciate it. And you're listening to Minds Over Matter. We're here every Sunday at 7 p.m. Hope you're enjoying the show. Our panel tonight, that would be Cameron Shaw, teacher, cinematographer, and uh, Lori Fisher, who teaches at Dabo Valley College. I'm your moderator, Dana Rodriguez, and you're listening to us on 91.7 FM. That is KALW, your local public radio station. And, uh, oops, what happened? And, and uh, the two numbers to join us are area code 415 841 4134 or toll free 866 798 8255. All right, let me give you a couple questions. Well, I, I mentioned Anna Jarvis a minute ago, and uh, she was the woman who basically pushed the idea of Mother's Day, uh, the Mother's Day holiday, and got Congress and the president to issue proclamations and pass a bill uh, that um, made uh, the state Mother's Day. So she trademarked two phrases. One was Mother's Day. What was the other? Right. Oh, I I know this. I think I know this. All right. I was recently researching Mother's Day as well. Um, I think, is it the second Sunday in May? That's right. Second Sunday generation? in May and Mother's Day are the two phrases she, that she... She, she trademarked. She trademarked. Yeah. Yes, wow. yes, yes. I've been Don't say it, that. I've been saying it a lot. Very good. Wow. <laughs> Got to send her royalties. Yeah. All right. Let me move on to something else then. Okay. Uh, on a completely different subject. Uh, what is the biggest city in the world whose name begins and ends with a vowel? What is the biggest <sighs> city in the world whose name begins and ends with a vowel? Would it be unfair for you to tell us how big this city is? It's very is big. Over, very big. Uh, over it's, 10 it's, million? It's bigger, it's bigger than Alameda. <laughs> <laughs> is it bigger than Oslo? It is bigger than Oslo. Okay, because that, that was the first one that came to mind. Gosh, okay. okay. <sighs> All right, so let's think here for a minute. Is it, is it, a, is it a capital city? It is not. Okay. So once more, what is the biggest city, the largest city in the world uh, in terms of population, whose name begins and ends with a vowel? It is a obviously a large city. Um, I will give you one more question here. Let's see. Uh, of the hundred most commonly used nouns, you may remember I asked you a noun question a couple of weeks ago about three-letter mm-hmm. nouns. Uh, of the hundred most commonly used nouns in English, obviously. <laughs> Albanian. Uh, give me the first eight, nine, and ten letter words on the list. So, of the hundred most commonly, this is according to the Oxford English Dictionary, of the com, of the hundred most commonly used nouns in English, give me the first eight, nine, and ten letter words on that list. How about beautiful for a nine letter? That's a good guess. No, not that. Is it on, is it on the list at all? Uh, not that I recall. Okay. These are nouns, only nouns. They're only, only nouns. Oh, nouns. So forget nouns. Oh, beautiful. Yes. I take a, I take beautiful back as my guess. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, All right. So we're only looking for long lettered nouns here. Well, it, remember they have to be eight, nine, and ten letters. Right. Yeah. Uh, so once more, I'll just repeat these questions. Uh, what is the biggest city in the world in terms of population that begins and ends with a vowel? 
And of the 100 most commonly used nouns in English, what is the first eight, nine, and ten-letter words on the list? Hmm. Okay. Okay. And... I guess, can I guess for the city? Yeah. I don't I don't think this is it. Is Odessa, the, I think, is a city in Russia? Well, that that's, begins but, and ends with a vowel, but it's that's not it. That's not it. Okay. It, it's not big enough, right? Not, not big, big enough. enough. Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. Got it. And there is no city in Russia... I'm pretty sure that is this big. Okay. So, Ooh, yeah, and is it? Can I, well, you probably going to tell me, but I guess is it in China? It is not. Okay. And let's go to a call. Oh. Oh, okay. Hi, you're on Minds Over Matter. How about Alexandria? It's a very big city. Uh, it Ooh. is, but it's not it. Oh, okay. that would have been good. That's fine. <laughs> yes. So I'm going to be really brief because I love your show and I like a lot of people to call. First question: Let's assume. Let's make a hole on Earth. Right, say anywhere, San Francisco. You will end up somewhere across the planet, maybe in Madagascar or wherever else. How long would it take you? Let's say I put a heat shield around your body and uh, make you go through Earth from one side to the other end. How long would it take you to go from one side of Earth to the other side? I'll give you a hint. You mean if you went right through the middle of Earth, is what you're saying? Yeah, right through Earth. Okay. Yeah, it takes minutes. Oh, I was going to get six minutes. No, not six. Much longer. Yeah, it's my it takes minutes. You have to run pretty fast. Take, 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 take higher numbers, just as an example. All right. There's uh, an hour. And, and so this is, we're just like falling. There's a big hole. You're just and falling, falling in there, right? Oh, yeah. falling. Okay, you're just falling. basically oh. falling. falling. Right, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Oh. You're falling. All right. Okay, so and, and are, you, are you going through um, the equator or are you going through, does it yes. matter? You, okay, right, going, so okay, the center of the Earth. Right through the center of Earth, yeah. Okay, so the circumference would be 24,000 miles, right? So we right. want the diameter of that. Cameron, do this math, please. Uh, <laughs> I'm not your girl to do the math. <laughs> about 8,000 miles. Roughly. How many? 8,000. Eight, eight, okay, 8,000 miles. Okay. In a, fr- in a free fall. But it depends how, it depends how, well, like, yeah, how fast you, you, you reach a maximum well, it really speed. Is a free fall. It really is a free fall up to the center, but after the center... It is opposite of free fall. You actually slow down. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. That's and true. when you go to the surface of Earth again, you've stopped. You've been totally still. So that's called oscillation. You keep going back and forth, back and forth forever. Yeah. How long uh-huh. does it take? Each, each one of those. It's a pendulum. So actually, a very simple physics, physics problem in high school. How long would it take you to go from one side of Earth to opposite side of earth well did you just say you, did you just say you go back and forth forever so you never make it is it one of no, those but like, how, how long it take for one cycle for one from, one cycle only one no. from one top to the bottom to go eight thousand say miles. from san francisco to madagascar i'm sorry madagascar is one of the end point for it mm. somewhere in all you know miles. i will tell you the answer because i have a very quick question for the audience Thank you. it will take 42 minutes and 12 seconds yeah. For just one. Wow. Really is a question, but yeah. Very quick. Very quick. Yeah. All right. My, my second question. Well, no question. We lost an awful lot of people, lost a lot of life because of wars in the last 40 years. And all of these wars really was initiated uh, by false flag operations. Operation Northwood, uh, uh, all kind of crazy. I'm going to give you two operations, two false flag operations, one of which almost brought Third World War. I'll give you the name, leave uh, the answer to the audience, because I don't want to take much time. The first one is called Operation 
Susanna. S-U-S-S-A-N-A-H. Operation Susanna. The second one, it is called Operation Cyanide, like the gas. C-Y-N-I-D-E. So leave this audience, and hopefully somebody comes and answer. All right. Thank you. Always great show. And by the way, everybody, please uh, be generous with scale. That is one of the best stations we have on the air. So make sure you you uh, give to KLAW. Thank you again. Have a good day. Thank you. And, of course, if you just use the first letter, it would be O Susanna. <laughs> <laughs> Which begins and ends with a vowel. Yeah. You could. <laughs> and, uh, okay, we'll leave that out to people. And uh, David has a few words, a few concise words he would like to say in terms of uh, helping to support KLW and hopefully Minds Over Matter, too. Welcome to KLW San Francisco. You are listening, and we're so happy to hear that. Tina Pomantuan is here. She's the general manager of KLW San Francisco. I'm Angie Cuero. We are very different people, but we're here for the same reason. We want you to become a member of KALW in San Francisco. Maybe you were a member in the past. Maybe you want to become a sustaining member. Reach out and make the connection now. 800 525 9917 or go online you can find out all about it there kalw.org that's kalw.org this is tina pamantuan station manager and there are so many golden reasons for you to become a member right now because kalw is constantly striving to find ways to bring in new voices and develop new talents we do it all the time here angie and we're proud of it and it's something you can get behind 800 525-9917. And the reason we do this is to expand the perspectives heard on public radio because we know that you want that. More perspectives, more talk and conversation about the issues that matter. 800-525-9917. You know, there's so much here on KLW that you don't hear elsewhere. Before I moved to San Francisco and found KLW, the only way I could hear the BBC was via, I'm not kidding, shortwave radio. <laughs> ding, <laughs> ding, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, you come here, you turn on the dial to KLW, and you hear something you've never heard before. So many of our, sh- our shows are exclusive to KLW. The training here is something that doesn't happen anywhere else. The voices here are brought to you from all different parts of our community. You support all of that with your gift at 800 800- Five two five nine nine one seven or at KALW.org, however you do it. We want to hear from you, and thank you so much. Thank you, Angie Coiro and Tina Pamantuan, our general manager. Now back to Dana Rodriguez. Thank you very much, David. And uh, don't forget to mention when you pledge that you enjoy our show, if possible. Uh, it's always good for the station to know what shows are attracting some listeners out there. So uh, if you do become a new member, mention us, if you would. Thank you. I appreciate that. And let's go to a call. Hi, you're on Minds Ever Matter. Hello. Hi. Ready? Yes. Nostradamus predicted this question. Are you ready? Uh-huh. Who is, who is Renaire de Saint-Remy? René de Saint René. Anything yes. to do with? Does this have anything to do with alcohol? <laughs> no, because there's a Saint Remy uh, cognac, I think. No, René de Saint Remy. 
Oh. Renair de Saint-Dremé. Renair The name is not familiar to me. Uh, yeah. Is it to you, Cameron? No. <laughs> well, you were making a noise like it was. Yeah, no, I, thought no. she, I thought she was rumbling. I thought she yeah. had it. Involuntary Saint-Dremé. No, we don't we know. We need that. a hint. You know, uh, well, Nostradamus predicted that you would get the answer to that. It's uh, it's Nostradamus' mother's name. Oh. oh. All right. Well, he was so he was wrong in his prediction that we'd get it right. He was. <laughs> well, he was. That's the only time he's Saint Remy. Yeah, he was wrong. I don't know, but only he time he's been Saint wrong. Remy, France. <laughs> I just wanted to, and uh, remember, I left a question open last week. No one last week, nobody, nobody guessed it. We'll get the answer. It was, now. Um, Go ahead. It was about uh, Luther Burbank. Mm-hmm. That that was the answer. Okay. Remember I asked about uh, Arbor Day? Yes. That it's in di- every state has a different Arbor Day? Right. And Arbor Day in California, since it can't have one Arbor Day because north and south, very different times of year, optimum time to plant a tree. It was decided that in California, which I think actually was a good idea, Arbor Day in California is Luther Burbank's birthday, March <laughs> March 7th is Arbor Day in California. Oh, okay. That makes so perfect sense. So even though it may not be the optimum... Do you know where he lived, by the way? In Burbank. No, he didn't. <laughs> no? All right. He a- actually lived uh, not far from you. He lived in... Um, he, he lived. He did live in the... It was the East Southeast Bay or something, wasn't it? Um, actually, think very fertile area north of you. Oh, north. Santa Rosa. <clears throat> Was it Santa yeah, exactly. Rosa? Santa Rosa, oh, Napa good. Valley. Okay. Yeah. Good. And he spent a lot of time there. And uh, I guess when you were choosing your date for uh, Arbor Day, that was a, a pretty good choice, whoever did that. It was uh, March 7th, Luther Burbank's birthday. Well, thank you very much. Sure thing. And uh, Cameron, I think it's your turn. Hey Cameron, okay. I have a guess. I have a guess on your question for the people sure. over eighty. Oh yeah, and I actually have a clarification that um, the the other person did win for one of these roles. Sorry, go ahead. So Christopher Plummer. Yes, you got it. Good oh, job. Yeah. Very good. And Dana, he won. Uh, he Sorry, went go for, ahead. No, I was going to guess on Dana's too. Is grandmother or grandfather one of the most common words? No. Or is that too many letters? It's, and how about it's... on? How, how about Ontario for the city? Uh, no. Ooh. Yeah. How about Atlanta for the city? Ooh. No. Oh. Ah, okay. No. All right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, the Unicode Consortium is the governing body of what? I just read this. The Unicode this Consortium. Well, it sounds like something to do with either game playing or some kind of coding online. It, I just yep. that's. Yep. That's yeah, not a, yeah. You need more than that. I need more than that. I need more. <laughs> That's the uh, isn't that that comes up with um, with um, uh, ta- uh, names uh, you know like art dot com or or um, or flowers dot com or blah blah blah. That doesn't come doesn't it come up with governing that the names? Um, it, they may have something to do with governing that, but I don't believe that that's their main function. No. Oh, is it? Um, is it? But you're to... you're on the right track. Is, is it something to do with um, a coding efficiency so that they get the easiest, yeah. most efficient code for 
for the codes that they do for things? Kind of, yes. So I'm still not I, I'm still not close <laughs> enough. I keep thinking I got it right. Yeah, um, code is code is sort of misleading, I think, in okay. the way that you were thinking about it. But um, yes, it is. It does have to do with making things universal. All right, leave it leave it out for people and okay. um, give the question once more, if you would. Okay, the Unicode Consortium is the governing body of what? All right, and let's go to a call. Hi, you're on Minds Over Matter. Hi, Dana. It's Megan in San Francisco. Hi, Megan in San Francisco. Um, I, I'll heed your uh, intro warning. Or, uh, it's not a warning. It's just a, it's a kind request. <laughs> you know why I do that, though, is because you guys get things so easily that I think are, like, going to be yeah. difficult. And then it's and then it's just, like, it's not fun then. So, anyway, I also have a weird... I also have a weird mind that connects random things together. And then the but simple anyway, things I'll... we don't get. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have a guess on the largest uh, city that's starting and ending with a vowel. Yes. I was racking my brain. I was thinking it must be China. But then I realized that Chinese doesn't have a lot of words that start with vowels anyway. Right. So I went a little bit further east, and I'm going to guess Osaka. Osaka, Japan is correct. Oh, nice. No, I think there's about 18 million people there, something like that. Um, and then so we, we talked about the founding of Mother's Day earlier mm -hmm. uh, by Anna Jarvis, but it actually on May 9th, May 9th 1914, so today in history, it was Woodrow Wilson that made it a um, right. presidential proclamation. Yes. Um, oh. But what happened, uh, well, on May 9th, 1386, the oldest alliance in the world that is still in force was signed and which two countries was the alliance between this is an alliance uh in war or an alliance that kept the peace um it uh it wasn't a wartime alliance um i i, I wouldn't say that it was it was sort of a mutual agreement to secure this for the security of both nation and commercial commercial ties and what year did you say? 1386. Is this between two countries in Europe? It is between two countries in Europe. Is Switzerland one? It's not Switzerland. All right. Is England one? England is one. It was the Treaty of Windsor, so you got that's 50% oh. of the answer. So is it England and Scotland? Uh, nope. Not so it's Scotland. A, it's 100. England and Wales? Um, think not quite, not such a close neighbor. Okay. Okay. So it's 170 oh. years after the Magna Carta. So that's a long time. It's a long is time. It, is How it about... England and Germany? Or what would have been Germany? Nope, not Germany. It was King, King John the first of this country was the one who signed it. So King Richard the second of England and King John the first of... The country oh, we don't John. Know. Okay. It's, uh, it's smaller. There was never a King John of France. Uh, <laughs> John. King John. Uh, How about Spain? Close. Very close camera. Portugal. Portugal. It is Portugal. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Cool. Huh. Um, <laughs> then I have a, I have a, a so What is, um, what commonality to do Lisbon, Portugal, and Eureka Springs, Arkansas share. 
are they on the same um, um, longitude? No. No. Or latitude. Lat- latitude, excuse me. <laughs> yeah. It would right. be latitude, but it's neither, right? Neither. Neither. Yeah. Is, is it a geographical feature? Uh, it is not a geographical feature. Um, it's. I will give you a hint to speed it along. It's a something man-made in each of these cities. So Lisbon, Portugal, and what is the other one? Eureka Springs, Arkansas. And are these the only two cities in which this man-made thing exists? Um, no. And, well, I'll give you a further hint because it's pretty big. Um, so the these man-made objects in, in Arkansas and Portugal were both inspired by a man-made object in Rio de Janeiro. Oh, are oh, they, is it the, the statue, is the, it, um, is, the, G, is it Jesus of yeah, the Ozarks? The is it, is that one of them? <laughs> or Christ of the Ozarks, I should Christ say. Christ of the Ozarks Not and Christo Well, same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Christ Both of the Ozarks. Inspired and then, by Christ the Redeemer in Brazil. Yeah, all right. Okay. There we go. I'm sorry. I, can't, I and, stepped on camera and I, she probably had That's okay. I, you, you got it. I did not even know there was a Christ of the Ozarks. So. <laughs> we do now. Well, don't no, don't I, miss it the next time you're in Arkansas. It's really yeah, great. All right, it's one of the tallest. It's one of the tallest statues in the world. Mm-hmm. It is. Well, there's. I mean, there's um, there's conflict over which is considered the tallest because some people measure the base and some people don't measure the base. But it is, in fact, yeah, all right. one of the tallest. Right. But anyway, all right. Thanks, guys. Have a good evening. Thank you, Megan. Don't into KLW. All right, and uh, Lori, I think it's your turn. Okay. I'm going to ask a question. It's a kind of a family question about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. There are only five people inducted into the Hall of Fame, five groups in which the word brothers is in the name of the group. So just to be clear, the Jackson Five aren't in for this question, even though they're brothers. The Mills Brothers would be in, but they're not in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. So I'm looking for five groups inducted. They have the word brothers in their name. And I'll give you one each, maybe one and a half each. If we get three, we'll leave out the rest. So get the question. I'm sure Cameron and I are thinking of exactly the same one. So Probably. Us, go ahead, Cameron. Give, give us the low hanging fruit. Uh, the Everly Brothers. Yeah. Everly Brothers, correct. Yeah. Okay. And one more. And, and the Everly Brothers, which is and the, the one I was thinking. And the other other <laughs> Everly Brothers. Uh, the Everly Brothers may be the only ones who are completely brothers. If that, I know that's a little bit. Oh. I think. In other words, it could be a looser affiliation. There might be brothers and other people. Oh. So what about like Big Brother and the Holding Company? Oh, that's good. Well, that's a great guess, but they it doesn't have the word brothers in there. And they, I guess I'm, you're right. And that's I'm not and I'm not sure they're in, but so they're not a correct. Okay. All right, David suggested okay. the Righteous Brothers. David is Ooh. right. Give David All right, a there you go. So you've got the Righteous Brothers, the Everly Brothers. Anybody got one more? <laughs> Mother's brothers. No. no. Mother's um. brothers are in a different hall of fame. That's a great guess. All right, we'll leave it out. Let's leave okay. it out. Just There's get the question once more. So we have the Righteous Brothers and Everly Brothers are gone. Three more to get. All right. And um, in the interest of time, I will do my question too, and then we'll go back to calls and then um, continue from there. Let's see. I have a list of TV show mothers. So what okay. I'm going to do is give you the character name. And these TV shows go from, let's see, the 60s to the 80s, roughly, maybe a little bit into the 90s. Uh, so these are TV show mothers. I'm going to give you the character names. I just All I want you to do is tell me the show, okay? So number one, Alice Mitchell. 
Number two, Ruth Martin. Number three, Maggie Seaver. Number four, Kate Bradley. Number five, Norma Arnold. And number six, Angela Bauer. Okay, again, these are TV show mothers. I want you to tell me the TV show they were on. I'm giving you the character names. Okay. Number one, Alice Mitchell. Number two, Ruth Martin. Number three, Maggie Seaver. Number four, Kate Bradley. Number five, Norma Arnold. Number six, Angela Bauer. I'll give you each one guess. All right. Go ahead, Cameron. I Nothing pops to my mind on any of them yet, so I'll give you my guess maybe. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, Maggie Seaver was the mother on Growing Pains. That is correct. Very good. Nice. Okay. If, you have one uh, more, if you have one more, you can have mine. Um, I have a guess for another one if you don't. If Go you ahead. Don't want. That's all right. That's um, was Alice Mitchell Dennis the Menace's mother? Yes. Oh, good nice. job on that. Good job Thank on you. that. Yes. Really good. Yes. I, I think I knew that more from the comic strip. I gotta say. Oh, okay. That. Yeah. Uh, yes, Alice Mitchell was Dennis the Menace's mother. Uh, TV show, and Maggie Seaver was the mother on Growing Pains. So we still have Ruth Martin. Kate Bradley, Norma Arnold, and Angela Bauer, TV mothers. I want you to tell me what shows they belong to. And we're past halfway, so let's repeat any questions quickly that have not been answered yet. And uh, Cameron, go ahead. Okay. Um, My only one out is what does the Unicode Consortium govern? What is it the governing body of? I have. We're looking for the only person who has won an Oscar for acting and writing, and they won acting for a leading role and writing for adapted screenplay, and it's within the last 30 years. We're looking for five groups that have been inducted to the Hall of Fame that have the word brothers in their name, and we have the Righteous and Everly's, and we're looking for three other sets of names, groups that have the word brothers in them. All right. And of the most of the 100 most commonly used nouns in the wow. English language... Uh, give me the first eight, nine, and ten-letter words on that list. Okay. So, what is the most commonly used eight-letter noun? The most commonly used nine-letter noun, and the most commonly used ten-letter noun. And yeah. I gave you uh, uh, one second. Uh, give me a, a list of TV show mother character names. The ones we have left are Ruth Martin, Kate Bradley, Norma Arnold, and Angela Bauer. Yes, Cameron. I'm sorry to interrupt you. Um, I wanted to guess on the nine-letter word. Go ahead. That's all right. Okay. How about president? That's a very good guess, but no. Ooh. No? Okay. And uh, the two numbers to join us, area code 415-841-4134 or toll-free 866-798-8255. Please remember that... uh, we are raising money for KALW today. Uh, I don't know if they call it a pledge drive anymore, but they, we are trying to attract new members. And, of course, we want to support the station in every way possible. Uh, if you could take a minute and call 1-800-525-9917, that would be extremely helpful to us. And, of course, uh, they are the station that puts on this show. So if you appreciate the show and, indeed, all the all – the, um, All the wonderful programming that KLW has, now is the time to step up and support it. And I'll let David tell you a little bit more. And you're listening to KALW San Francisco. This is Tina Pamantuan, General Manager of the station, inviting you to become a member in this very, very short drive. 
800-525-9917 is the number to call. But you can also go online at KALW.org. That's where most of our donations come in. And you can become a sustaining member. That is so helpful because it helps us plan at the level of $10 a month or $15 a month. I'm joined here today with Angie Coiro from Indeep. Thank you for being here, Angie. I'm thrilled to be here. This is one, believe it or not, this is one of the most fun things to do here on KLW because we open the door and new people come piling in. If you haven't come into us yet via phone or on the internet, we would love to have you join the family. 800-525-9917. You will be part of such a wonderful heritage. KLW is first in the Bay Area in so many ways. We were one of the first to carry NPR. We were the first to broadcast Snap Judgment, which is nationally famous now. In World War II, we were training women in broadcasting before anyone else. I love that history. Isn't that the best? It's a really proud history, and we want you to be part of it because we have a big future, too. 800-525-9917. Move on into the future with us. 800-525-9917 or klw.org. And, you know, we know that life is busy. There's just no question about it. So no matter how organized you are, there's always those little things that slip between the cracks as much as you try. So we're asking you today, before you forget, to go online at KALW.org. Become a monthly sustainer. If you're a monthly sustainer, you don't have to worry about remembering every month because it's an automatic withdrawal. 800-525-9917 or KALW.org is where you go. And thank you so much. <laughs> All right. Now I know that uh, they consider KALW a family, so I guess we qualify as the crazy cousin that nobody talks about. Nobody sits <laughs> next to us. Nobody wants to sit next to us. Yeah. <laughs> nobody wants to sit next to us at the family gathering. Yeah. <clears throat> That's okay. <laughs> they don't even Happy mention summer. us. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, don't, I don't crave their love. <laughs> yeah. All right. And let's go to a call. Hi, you're on Minds Ever Matter. Hi, this is Steve in San Francisco. Hi, Steve. Hello. Okay, I think I've got the uh, remaining Oscars-related question. I believe that's Emma Thompson. It is. Oh, oh, good that's who won Best Adapted Screenplay for Sense and Sensibility and Best yes. Actress for Howard's End. Oh, that is a perfect answer. Excellent. Way to go. Thank yeah. You. I think okay. everyone thought it would be a man, and it was not. Way to go. Yeah. And the Christopher Plummers, by the way, uh, he won for Beginners and was nominated for All the Money in the World. Nice. Yes. Oh, man. You're good. good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. How about for Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, the Walker Brothers? They're not in. Huh. Yeah, and Scott Walker's not in solo either. I don't know. About uh, and, him and then finally, two guesses on the nouns uh, for nine-letter telephone. Ooh, that's a good guess. No, not telephone. Uh, Ten-letter television. No. Automobile. No. Houseplant. No. <laughs> all right. Well, you can tell I'm looking around my room. That's yeah. all I get. <laughs> Houseplant is too. Thank how you very much, though. Dana, you. how about the word mountain? No. Okay. All right. Thank you. And uh, let's see. Like health plan. The two numbers to join us here, area code 415-841-4134 or toll-free 866-798-8255. This is Minds Over Matter. We're here every Sunday at 7 p.m. Happy Mother's Day to all of you out there. Whether you pledge or not, happy Mother's Day. We appreciate you very much, whether you're a mother or not, too. Yes, as David says. 
and next call. Hi, you're on Minds Over Matter. Hey, this is Fred in West Virginia. Hi, Fred. Yay. I want to protest the caller who said that West Virginia was obscure. <laughs> and that Grafton, West Virginia, is very famous. Is it? As being no. the origin of Mother's Day. Uh, a road goes through it. I go through when I go skiing sometimes. And, of course, West Virginia is the only state to secede from the South. And nice. so it's not obscure. I'm doubling my donation to KLW. Excellent. There you go. Okay. And I got a bell for that. All right. My question. Elon Musk was on Saturday Night Live last night. I fell asleep. And yeah. along with his mother. And Correct. what did she say she does not want for Mother's Day that my wife said she does want for Mother's Day? Hmm. Tesla. Yeah. Tesla, no. I actually saw Another. her bit, and I can't remember. No, the bit was <laughs> the what he 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 invented some sort of game and then they gave him five hundred dollars for it and then he said, Whatever happened to that five hundred dollars? Right. And mother said, Let's let's not talk about that. Right. That wasn't <laughs> what she said she didn't want. Yeah, another, no, he, yeah. another, said, I, another I business interest of his. Was it something to do with his Oh, something outer to do with space? space, yeah, it must be. Yeah. A trip to, to outer do with space what? Mars? Something to do with no, Mars? No. Oh, okay. It was not a trip to Mars, no. What okay. hmm. Nothing to do with it's the Tesla. It's gone up in value more than house value. Oh, Bitcoin. Bitcoin, Bitcoin. Right, right. Yeah. Oh, Bitcoin, no, no, not right. Bitcoin. No. Another cryptocurrency. And oh. Ethereum. Well, there, were, no, there was no. one he kept mentioning. He mentioned one over and over. Dodgecoin or yes. like Dogecoin. Yeah. Dogecoin? Yeah. We oh. call it Dogecoin. Dogecoin. <laughs> you call my it, wife call did it something? get some for Mother's Day. And wow. how much has it gone up in the past six months? Mm, a lot. Approximately uh, within 10%. Oh, gosh. Uh, uh, 200%. 20,000% in six months. And <laughs> in part of the jokes, he called it a hustle. And what did that do to the value of Dogecoin? Huh. Made, it, made it go up, right? Made it go made down. It go down oh, it did. Right? 35%. <laughs> Just that well, you got my, they got my question and the answer, Emma Thompson, who was called the most annoying actress in england at one point oh i like her. but uh we all like her it was because of all the causes she supports mm. but thank you very much thank you fred nice show bye-bye thanks for thanks for pledging and uh okay who has a very short question with accent on short i do all right go ahead the screen actors guild has just announced that they're letting a new group of uh performers let's call them into their union who is it They've never been represented by a union before. The Screen Actors Guild and they're with the American Federation of TV and Radio Artists have allowed a new group of people in the public eye, I'll call them, into their union. Who are they? It's not the Amazon workers. Not um, the Amazon workers. Are they voice actors? No. Ooh, they're yeah. already voice they actors. They are in the union, guess, yeah. But they're, they are, they're, okay. in the, they're a main thing in the union. Good. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So um, are they... Are they the, wait a minute now. So... Are they? Can you see these people perform? Are they performers? In I'm going to say I'm going to say they are performers. Some would say performers in quotation marks, and you can see them do what they do, whether you call it a performance or not. Oh, are they uh, the one that provides sound effects? No, not sound effects. I don't know whether they're already in, but not that. 
the only hint I'll give you, it's a fairly new thing. So people have been doing voiceovers and sound effects since yeah. radio. This is a newer thing than that. This didn't exist yeah, 40 years ago. Hmm. Which might be a red herring because it, let's say I'm looking at the time. So it, it has it nothing to do exist. with dubbing in foreign languages or anything like that? No, nothing to do with dubbing or foreign languages. Okay. How about like on-screen band accompany, like the roots for... Uh... The Tonight Show. Oh no! No. Yeah, no, not band accompaniments. I think okay. they've been in in various ways and okay. before, and would have existed. That kind of entertainment would have existed yeah, before. That's true. This is a this is a new kind of entertainment, if that's the right word, or performing performance. And again, I'll put it both in quotation marks because some people would say, "Really?" All right, we'll leave that. Okay, leave, leave it out there. Somebody will know. I read this in the paper, and it's it amazed me. And let's go to a call. Hi, you're on Minds Ever Matter. Hi, it's Tom in Ridgecrest. Hi, Tom. I uh, you dare to give you, side... da- you dare to give the town finally, huh? <laughs> <laughs> it's a town anyway. A town. Um, yeah, the SAG new performers is it like reality show participants? Oh, yeah, there you go. You know, that's a really good guess, but no, it's not. That's no. closer than anything that's been said before, but not reality show people. If that's what they or YouTubers, in quotation marks. YouTuber, TikToker, you're, 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 keep going. Go one more step, everybody. What do people, one more step? Influencers. That's it. This is it. They have an influencer agreement that gives them options for insurance and gives them rights. And uh, the terms will apply to individuals who are paid to advertise products on their social media platforms. That's Mm. how you know you are an influencer. Mm. And they are now unionized. I thought that was terrific. Mm. Okay, anyway, Tom. Okay. Where do you go, Tom? Thanks. Okay, uh, some of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame brothers. How about the Doobie Brothers? Yes, the Doobie Brothers yeah. are in, and some of them yeah. are not brothers. <laughs> no, but the Doobie, and uh, the Allman Brothers. The Allman Brothers. Allman Brothers? That's correct. Give them another bell. Yes. And then how about the Brothers Gibb? The Bee Gees? Nice try, but it would be, I yeah. think they're in under the Bee Gees. You want the word. So the Brothers okay. Gibb uh, The Blues Brothers? The Blues Brothers are not in. I don't know why not, but they're not. I think they're... Uh, the they're Flying not. Burrito Brothers. Well, that's a good guess. I don't think they're in, though. I'll have to check okay. that. Okay. And then the Statler Brothers, but I kind of don't think they're in. No, the Statler Brothers aren't in. But you're getting close. Okay. They're, this group is closer to the Statler Brothers than they are to the Doobie Brothers. Uh, okay. More country-ish type of... Uh, um, are you, you want to yeah. say or no? Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, let, some of the... That might be misleading. I'm going to take off the Statler Brothers hint. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. So the uh, since the previous caller had television and telephone, I'll guess telegram for the eight-letter word. No. No. I don't think people okay. use the word telegram too much. Not <laughs> the top 100. Uh, yeah. Well, the app telegram. But anyway, okay. Computer. How about computer? No. Nope. Eight-letter word. Mm-hmm. Uh, is it or a question? Yes, question is the eight-letter word. There oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Yes. Uh, okay, nine-letter word. I don't have any uh, artichoke, but no. Nope. Um, <laughs> not steamboat. And ten-letter words, not paddleboat. Okay, well, uh, let's see. The Is the Unicode Consortium, did, did you answer that? Um, uh, no, camera? they were sort of honing in on it, but no. Is that emojis? Yes, they they decide what emojis oh, get made. What emojis Good. are allowed? 
Okay, and then uh, let's see some of the TV show moms. Uh, Norma Arnold is that uh, um, that Fred Savage show? Uh, What's that called? The Wonder Years. The Wonder, Wonder Years. Years. Wonder Years. Correct. Yes. There you go. Okay, Angela Bauer is uh, one of the answers to the age-old philosophical question, philosophical question: Who's the boss? Mm -hmm. <laughs> is that right? Yep. Okay, and then uh, so my other question will be one other TV show mom, Gladys Crabtree. Crabbits or Crabtree? Crabtree. Crabtree. Gladys Crabtree. Was, was there was a TV show with Gladys in the title with Harry Morgan? Was Pete and Gladys. Gladys. Yeah, Pete no, Gladys. that's not not it. That's not um, it. Crabtree. Was, was this she... a lead character? Yes. So it's a comedy, I assume. Uh, yes. Yeah. There was a character named Gladys on Bewitched. Was that? That was Gladys Kravitz. That's what I was sort of thinking of. Um, who played this a, person? Uh, Ann Southern. Oh, you mean my mother, the car? There you go. Very uh, good. Okay. Good Mother's Day question. That's great. One, yeah, voted by TV Guide as the second worst TV show ever. Mm. Really? Yeah, next to <laughs> Jerry, Jerry Springer was number one. Oh, oh. all, right. all, all right. right. Thanks. Great show. Thank you. Happy Mother's Day. Right. Bye. Bye-bye. And next call. Hi, you're on Minds Over Matter. Hey, it's Bill in El Cerrito. Hi, Bill. Um, let's see. For your nine-letter word, Dana, how about yes. apartment? It's a good guess. No, not apartment. Okay. Um, for the missing Hall of Fame group, how about the Isley Brothers? You got it. Very mm -hmm. good. The Isley Brothers completes the set. Nice going. Yeah. And then here's a question. When, uh, when the fascists emerged uh, victorious, unfortunately, in the Spanish Civil War, uh, one of uh, Francisco Franco's first moves was to um, impose the use of Castellano, Castilian Spanish, throughout the country and to ban the teaching of all re other regional languages. What was the irony in that? Irony. He, did he not speak the language that he was insisting on? Was he not raised with that language? Give yourselves a bell. Right. That's right on the nose. He was not a native speaker himself. Oh, interesting. That's he cool. was he was a he was a Gallego and he spoke Gallego as his native language. Uh, good question. Right. Yeah. Great. Thanks. Thank good you. show. Happy Mother's Day. Thank you. <laughs> you too. And you. And next call. Hi, you're on Minds Over Matter. Is it me? It is you. Oh, wonderful. Thank you. This is Eddie in the Tenderloin. Hi, Eddie. And I had the almonds and the doobies. I believe you. Give them a <laughs> And I want to think Kate Bradley ought to be B. Benedict in Petticoat Junction. I'm glad you got that. Yes, that's B. Benedict in Petticoat Junction, Kate Bradley. Very good. <laughs> With her three lovely um, daughters who bathed in the, in the water oh, that the yeah. train I, I see them popping out of the water yep. uh, tower. Um this is a lovely program. I'm so grateful that you all are doing this. I, uh, I've been listening for 30-some years, and I'm oh, really happy. You're the one. Happy. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> thank yes, you. I, I am. But, but thank you all for what you do. And all right. uh, have a sweet evening. 
Have a nice call. Thank, Thank you very you. much. And he's been listening yeah. to us for two more years than we've been on, too, which is the most <laughs> remarkable thing. Well, I started. Oh, I'm sorry. I've been listening to KLW. <laughs> oh, there you go. Okay. <laughs> for 80 years. <laughs> oh, thanks. We really appreciate that very much. And next call. Hi, you're on Minds Over Matter. Yes. Hi. Um, this is Derek from San Francisco. Hi, and uh, I had a, I had a, some of the answers for the Hall of Fame, but they've been answered. No, and, sorry. Um, so I have a question for you all. Yes. Um, who played the mothers in the original Bad Seed? Oh, I, you mean on Broadway or in the movies? Well, it was oh, the, the same film. person. It was the, the same film person. with uh, Patty McCormick it's playing. The same Rhoda. person on Broadway and the same person in the movie. It was Nancy Kelly. Right. And and the mother of the oh, dead uh, child. Right, uh, uh, Eileen Heckert. Oh, man, you're so good. Very good. I love it. I love it. Well, happy Mother's Day from all the bad seeds. <laughs> all right. Thank you very much. My, my, my wife played the bad seed in high school. She was the bad seed. Oh, all right. Yeah, she can still recite some lies on occasion. All right. Well, it's time to clean up here. And uh, Cameron. I have nothing out. Both oh, my questions good. were answered. That's a mark of success. And um, Lori? I'm joining Cameron. I have nothing out. All right, good. Wow. Yeah. And let's see. What do we have left here? The um, Oh, yes. The 100 most commonly used nouns in English. The nine-letter word is community, and the 10-letter word is government. Uh, the TV show Mothers, the one that nobody got, probably the most iconic of all of them, at least to me anyway. Ruth Martin, that was June Lockhart in Lassie. Oh. So, happy Mother's Day, everybody. My thanks to our panel tonight. That would be Cameron Shaw, teacher cinematographer, and, of course, Lori Fisher from Dabo Valley College. I've been your moderator, Dana Rodriguez. And my thanks to David Latouille for handling the board and phones. And, of course, our thanks to you for taking the time to tune in and call in. We wish you a happy Mother's Day. And if you have time and are so inclined, feel free, feel free to uh, call and join and become a member of KLW in whatever amount you feel is appropriate. Okay, that's 1-800-525-9917. And don't worry, we will be back next Sunday at 7 p.m. Thanks, everybody. Take care. Bye-bye.